Stick this in your ear. The number one, the number one internet shock radio network. Shock me, shock me, shock me with that deviant behavior. Renegade, Renegade Talk Radio. Oh, well, welcome again. It's Cannabis Thursday right here at RenegadeTalk.fm. My name is Richie Kepler, along with Patty, the queen of cannabis of Orange County. And, of course, we got the princess of pot herself, my lovely big-titted normal. Candace. Normal. Normal. Oh, yeah, yeah, normal. She's normal. She is normal. She's so hot. I'm She's probably the most normal girl you know. And we ha- also have a guest in studio today, and Patty's going to introduce the guests. Okay, everybody, put the pot away. It's Dave the Cop. Dave the we Cop. We have an actual ex. ex-policeman with us. Retired. You when you're trying to be so good. They're you just like they said they would. They're you when you're trying to go home. They're stone you when you're there all alone. That's exactly right. And coming up tomorrow, all you corporate white shirt motherfuckers will be able to get stoned because it's the weekend and you can party and get laid and have fun. Right, Patty? Why just on the weekend? Well, that's what they're only allowed to do. People <gasps> like us, we get stoned all the time. It doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, we're so lucky. Anyway, welcome to the show. Cannabis Thursday. It's Cannabis Chat with the queen of cannabis herself, Patty. And of course, we got Normal, the president of Normal of Orange County, um, uh, Candace. Hi, Candace. Hello. <laughs> calm down. Calm down. Ooh, anyway, we have Dave here, the ex-cop from Riverside County. Yes. Hi, Dave. How are you? you good. How, how are you, Dave? Wait. How's everything with you? Excellent. Look at him. He looks great. He looks great, yeah. <laughs> I have something to say to all the women out there. And what's that, Pat? From one queen to another, our famous Queen Victoria use, was the first woman to use cannabis and why for did she, PMS. So she had her period. When she got her period in PMS, she used it was, cannabis? It was, <gasps> really? Well, you know what? My Meaning re- the, the fucking British Empire allowed that? They're all smoking pot. Oh. They're all smoking they're all, pot there. That's why they're all, you know, yeah. they're all stoners over there. Well, I think they're doing well, though. Don't, nice. Look about, look at our country. I can't wait for the wedding of the century. Which one is this? The one that's coming up in April. I can't uh, believe you even know about that. I don't even know about that. Yeah, well, he's a, pr- a guy, prin- girl. Yeah, Prince, uh, what's his name? Prince Michael? Or William. Prince William. William. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait. I'm having and his a- little brother is the stoner one, though. Remember he got caught yes. at school, yeah. like, smoking in a bush? Well, they all smoke in England. I'm That's having a I'm wedding about. party here at the house. Are you now? <gasps> can Weird? we get dressed up as brides? We can get dressed up. We're going to have we're gonna have the whole thing, man. Weird uh, alert. British, British food. Are you going to do a, ce- a ceremony? Yeah, we'll do a ceremony. So we can get married. Like whoever chooses to. Yeah, we can have the TV on. We have all the music free. That's like marrying your dogs or something. It's like weird. (laughs) What? It is weird. (laughs) What? Having just the mock wedding celebration of the overseas. Well, no, Candace, they have Oscar parties. Why not have a uh, British throne, British Empire wedding party? I think we can start something new. We can have a cannabis wedding. Yeah, a cannabis wedding. What do you think? That's better. Anyway, so it's Cannabis (laughs) Thursday, and all you cannabis freaks out there, listen to the show, get educated and informed as to what's going on in the cannabis world. And uh, Patty's here to uh, interview Dave, the ex-cop from Riverside County. You bad boy, you. San Bernardino, actually. San Bernardino, I'm sorry. Right. Uh, San Bernardino. I stand corrected. San Bernardino. You know, Sheriff's Department. Mm -hmm. He is retired, Mm -hmm. and I never thought I'd say this, but I love Dave. He's a cop. He is an ex cop, and I love ex cops. Like exactly, Dave. uh, I mean, how long have you been retired? 
I was retired in uh, officially September of 91. Oh, due to an accident? Exactly, yeah. Did somebody shoot you? No, actually what (laughs) it was is I got rolled over by my own car. Wow. Wait a minute. You got out of the car. You didn't stop the car. Were you, like, chasing a bad guy? No, actually what happened was I came across what's commonly referred to as a dead in the water. A a dead in the water. In other words... A dead person? No, a vehicle that's parked, no lights... No engine uh, okay. running, uh, no nothing. Okay. It's just parked there in the middle of the okay, road. Okay, so who ran over you, your car or the dead car? Well, what happened was there's two positions to your door, and I opened the door to the first position. Did you have your gun drawn? No, 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 no. I was writing down the license plate number. I was getting ready to go out and approach the vehicle so I could you know, find out why are you sitting here in the middle of the road. Okay, so nobody was in the car. I never made it to the car. Right. Because what happened was I kicked the door open to the next level, the second position where it's fully open, and as I got out of the vehicle, as I exited the vehicle, the car came back. The door caught me. And the inside of the growing area between my right leg okay. and... Okay, right. Bottom line is... Ran over me. Ran over <laughs> you. That, that's a great story. So how did you get involved in cannabis? Well, I had their doctors, my doctors, the insurance company's doctors, and I ended up with probably around eight different doctors. One of them happened to be a neurosurgeon. And the neurosurgeon told me that if Proposition 215 were to pass, he would much prefer that I get... Uh, a recommendation to use cannabis simply because... Had you used cannabis before that? Oh, way, way before that. Yeah, not while I was in law enforcement, unfortunately. But uh, <laughs> Yeah, um, but um, there's a lot of cops out there that smoke pot. I know that. If you're listening, I know who you are. Yeah, there are a lot of cops that are out there smoking pot, but I'd rather have them smoking pot than getting blitzed out of the it, gourd or high on opiates or, or... Alcohol! I got addicted to Vicodin. Well, we have a lot so. of people that have... Uh, wean themselves uh, from Vicodin and, uh, via cannabis. That's exactly what I did. What I did was when Prop 215 passed in November, uh, well, first of all, I got hooked up with the Orange County Hemp Council, and they were the ones that were really instrumental with getting 215 yeah, on, on the ballot. They were around way back then, Way huh? back when. Are they way older than, than normal? Oh, yeah. Well, um, not national normal, but our chapter of normal, yes, definitely. Is it a national organization? No, actually, what Orange County, Hemp Council, Orange County Hemp Council was formulated by a group of oh, people okay. who just happened to be sitting in a living room and wanted, a joint. and wanted to promote hemp. And they wanted to promote the benefits of hemp. Like not, for paper and clothing. Exactly. And so they had the industrial part of it. They had, the, they had one of the original hemp... Uh, um, I forget what they call them, those machines that uh, separate... Uh, a hemp machine. Well, they, it, it, but it, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like a weaver to like make cloth or something? Right, exactly. In order to make cloth, they had one of those. They had uh, all kinds of samples of, uh, of fiber, of uh, fiberboard and stuff. And, and we made it to the Orange County Fair and got a blue ribbon. Oh, yeah. wow. What year was this, Dave? Um, gosh, I'm trying to think. I think it was, what, 97, 98? Well, 97? Dave. Yes. Was at least, yeah, at least like... <laughs> I keep, ha- I have well, to tell him to hug, to, the, to kiss the mic. the mic. Yes. Kiss the mic, that's what we call it. Anyway, um, so that is, so you became a proponent because of the laws or you, being a, an, an ex-police officer, you knew... Uh, well, actually what it was was a combination of two. One, if I were going to get off of Vicodin and off of prescription drugs and into cannabis, I would have to make sure that cannabis 
was somewhat legal. Yeah, because you right. want to do things the right way. Exactly, and and you don't want to interfere. And I at that time I had custody of two of my um, two of my children, and I didn't want to lose custody over you know the fact that. And it was, was harder back then because uh, extremely it, it, difficult it, it, back then. Really, when, when you're the first, it's terrible. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, you guys were a role model, are a role model, and. So many things have to be changed now. It's, it, it's, it's just becoming unbearable with everything that's happened this past week with the Montana raids, the West L.A. raids, and it was all prompted by our most favorite person. And who might that be, guys? Gil Kurokowski, head of the DEA. And he says... Well, actually, isn't he the, isn't he the uh, drug czar? Drug czar, yes. Yeah, yeah. And czar. you know what? Candace and I were talking about that drug czar. And you told me the true meaning of the word czar. Well, just, you know, a czar is like sort of like a religious, like a monarchy kind of type term, you know. And in our constitution, it says, you know, that we shall not take titles of kings, you know, and that's, you know, well, it's a very lines. totalitarian position. Yeah, and, you know, exactly. It's not a we're not democratic a totalitarian title. society. Yeah. We're, well, yes, we are. He's the, dr- he's the drug czar yeah. and it's been yeah. quoted in, in everything that he is Obama's drug czar it's like a title to scare people and it's kind of funny because if you go to Washington D.C. and if you walk along you know one of the streets where it has a lot of the different departments of the you know federal government and you come to the Department of Justice and like it's this big scary building with like tall iron doors compared to like all the other buildings that look classical and sure. you know more government and like you welcoming know, federal and you know like nice marble yes. and stuff it's like this big scary dark building like the gates of hell and it's like it's so funny like these tactics they use these scare tactics you know but that's what they're known for and that's what they're doing now I mean Dave how do you feel about what the DEA is doing you know you know the legal system well you know we're in a very unique situation simply for two reasons one if you look at the Federal Controlled Substances Act which all of the states have copied almost verbatim very few states, if any. I don't think it, it doesn't mean anything, well, though. Well, no, here's the thing. Cannabis is on Schedule 1, non-use right. controlled substance, meaning that there is, according to the feds, no medicinal value, no industrial value, no value to it whatsoever, which is, as well as you know and I know, is pure bullshit. That's utter bullshit. The point is, though, however, as long as it remains on a Schedule 1 non-use. It can never be used recreationally. Therefore, the only way it can be used or could be used would be medicinally. That's why we in California... But they're still raiding all the dispensaries. Wait a minute, wait a minute. This is why we in California are unique in the fact that in our ability, we're one of 27 states that have a referendum procedure that allows us, the people, to put a referendum before the general electorate and to establish law through putting on the form of a referendum or a a proposition. We did that. We did that with 215. And the nice thing about 215 is it can never be removed by the legislature. It can never be removed by the governor. It can only be removed by another vote of the people. Now, here's the thing. If we have a Controlled Substances Act, which is similar, if not verbatim, to what the federal's Controlled Substances Act is, and we're allowed to have cannabis medicinally, and we do. We're, any doctor? No, we're not. Yes, we According are. According to the oh, federal no. government, he has. No. They have stated we don't care what your state says. But they don't go we, after patients. They only go after providers. They're still saying that's illegal. They've but wait a minute, you go are going after patients. after patients. If you take away their pharmacies, their their supply of medicine. 
you are going after patients well, because here, those here, are who's, that's yeah, but here, who's being here's hurt. The, here's the primary problem, though. What happened was when we got to court on 215, and I ought to know because I was the first one in Southern California to go to court. He's really old, people. On, 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 oh. on, on 215. And I know this for a fact. I wasn't allowed to use 215 as a defense because it did not fit within the guidelines of medicinal necessity. In other words, nobody could sit there and show why somebody needed to have cannabis. Now, here's the point. And this is something that you have to keep in mind. As long as there is going to be a discrepancy between federal law, which says none, and state law, which says, yes, you can, provided, then they're going to have to be one or two things are going to have to occur. Either through a proposition, a referendum again in a general election, we, the voters, ask for the removal of cannabis from the State Controlled Substances Act, which, which, would, you know what? which would effectively legalize it. It sounds too complex for me. It could be very easy. It, All they have to do they meeting our fabulous government who fucks us every day in everything. I, I mean, I, I have to say this, and this is off the subject. I saw a YouTube about how the mortgage comp- the banks are fucking us and making triple the money on short sales. Well, that, that's, that's, uh, that's been apparent for years. Exactly. But, but anyhow, thing, wait a minute. We're going to come back. Cannabis, We're going to come back. We got to take a short break. Dave has so much more to tell you, and we will be right back. A councilman from Dearborn, Michigan, is outraged over a 911 call. He wants to know why no charges have been filed against a police officer who admits to confiscating marijuana from suspects and then baking it in brownies. And once he and his wife were full and high, they thought they'd overdosed and called 911. I think I'm having an overdose of the store with my wife. Overdose of what? Marijuana. I don't know if it had something in it. Can you please send rescue? Did you guys have fever or anything? No, I'm just... I think we're dying. Okay, how much did you guys have? I, I don't know. We made brownies, and I think we're dead. Time is going by really, 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 really slow. <laughs> well, instead of being charged... Prilla. Ah, sorry. Instead of being charged, the police department let the officer resign. His wife was not charged either. So far, police officials have not commented on the case. More smoking content than a Jamaican spliff. You're listening to Blunt Talk on Renegade Talk Radio. Uh, welcome back to Renegade Talk. FM in Los Angeles. My name is Richie Kepler, along with Marla, the ever drop dead fucking gorgeous model. And hey, it's Marla. Can- it's Cannabis Thursday. The queen of cannabis has arrived here in the studio. Patty Cakes for Cannabis Chat. And of course, we have Candace, my normal girl. Uh, and we have Dave, the ex-cop from San Bernardino. What a badass motherfucker he is. I wouldn't want to see him in a dark alley as I was robbing a 7-Eleven. Well, he's going to teach you, a renegade nation, he's going to teach you what to look out for if you get ever get stopped for marijuana or for anything when they pull you over, those fucking cops. So he's an ex-cop. He knows all the bullshit. Straight from the out. cop's mouth. Straight from the uh, from the cop's mouth. Thanks, thank you, Patty. Anyway, a little bit of ACDC now. Yeah. We are in hell. Oh, we are. We are in hell. Well, Linda LaRouche said we're in purgatory. 
I, I heard the radiation cloud's going to get here tomorrow. I got my oh, my God. Do, do we have masks I got my ready? fucking pills. I don't care about you two. I'll stay alive. My, my daughter works in the pharmacy, and she said they've gotten hundreds of calls, and she didn't understand why until I turned on CNN. That's because of that fucking vanilla ostrich media telling them they're all going to fucking die if they don't have these pills, and the radiation is going to dissipate over the Pacific anyway at high altitudes. Well, we have... As I already know, the I have a fire. supply if anybody needs them. We have a personal supply. I got a personal supply. They, I know. Is there one pill in each patty cake? <laughs> However you want it, baby, you can get it. Brownie, is cookie. Is that the gimmick? Yeah. Yeah, you can get, yeah. Your, you can get your iodine right inside yeah. the uh, patty cake. Yeah, and yeah. for no extra charge. For no extra charge either. It's already mashed, We're nice. mashed up in there, yeah. We're not, you know, we understand. Can you, but can you imagine that these morons running around getting these pills, and they're going to hurt themselves? Remember they're, when it, there was 9-11, and there was... Um, they were there was some kind of scare too, trying to get some pills like for. Remember they had the little powder that was being sent in the envelope. Oh, right. the anthrax. 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 There was like the anthrax we had an antidote, anthra- and there was like the yeah. same kind of scare during that. Time. We had an anthrax song we made up on the original Renegade. Remember and you sent me an envelope. I did send you an envelope. Yeah, with yeah. talcum powder. Really, I mean, I thought it was anthrax. Anthrax. Yeah. And, and you were trying to get rid of me. I was. I'm always trying to get rid of your ass. <laughs> I I can't go away. Anyway, what's going on in the world today? Who knows? But uh, we're talking about the good old marijuana that makes you feel really good and really, really makes you feel inhibited when it comes to sex, which I like. You yeah, know, that's so. that's your. That, that's my that's little. your whole thing. Right yeah, there. Boo, beer and marijuana, and I'm I'm happy camper man. Yeah. How about you, Dave? You happy with that? Hungry, horny, and sleepy. Hungry, horny, and sleepy. We're having a hard week, though. In, I uh, like being cannabis hard. In yeah. California. It's hard? Not, not well, the kind of hard you like. I was yeah. kind of looking at her. I always get hard. I know, but this yeah, has right. really been a bad week no, for yeah. us. We had um, two raids in West Hollywood by DEA. Montana had raids. And then also the San, Santa Ana Police Department, Sheriff's Department, Orange County, I guess, um, executed a raid at a, a collective in um, Santa Ana, California, that's been there for probably five years, close to five years. OCPG and also raided um, a smoke shop that was two doors down. Um, apparently, they've been spending money on this eight-month-long investigation, assuming that the smoke shop was just a money Another laundering waste for this of collective. the taxpayers' money. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, but that's the problem. They have all that money to waste. If they didn't have that money to waste. Yeah. Be more but why aren't they using it for more important things? You know how many unemployed people there are? You know how many people that are losing their jobs? Who gives a shit about marijuana raids? Or, I mean, more well, importantly, get a grip. Wait a minute, do. think about this. Who, who, who has stuff? Yeah. Potheads have stuff. Potheads have cars, they have apartments, they have houses. They have buildings. They go to jobs. They're responsible. <laughs> you show me a heroin addict out there or a, a speed freak or any other kind, a PCP freak, anybody else out there that's got stuff that doesn't belong to them, yes. But their own stuff? No. They, yeah, they don't have right. anything. They don't it's, own anything. It, it, they don't go to jobs. It, it's, it's a hardworking community. There's a lot of hard workers well, out there. Well, you're easy pickings because you're so damn honest. Yeah. When the cops come around and say to you, have you been smoking? Yes, sir. And when was the last time? He's oh, about 45 minutes ago. Yeah. Oh, good. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah. You just cop to the fact that you're under the influence of a drug. And yeah. that's why it's so important that everybody must attend Overgrow the Government Rally in Washington, D.C. for 2011. This is so important because, I mean, what they're doing to us is incredible. Yeah. You know, one of the things that I've always said, and I'll, I'll take this to my grave, if everyone, everyone who used 
cannabis, no matter in what form, whether they vaporized it, smoked it, ate it, whatever, if just everyone who used it would just raise their hand, that's it, we're done, it's over, we're finished. Everybody and their mother that just admits to doing it just raised their hand. Instead of having judges who use it when they go home, lawyers that use it when they go home, police that use it. it, police that use it when they go home, or not even at home, and 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 sometimes you know it, 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 the hypocrisy just it just it pisses me off it, to the point where I wanted to stay. I want to kill people. Dave, bitch, slap Dave, the piss out of Dave. Me. You forgot one radio talk show host also. Well, no, you know, <laughs> let me tell you, the radio talk show host. I, I have a hard time understanding them. You got this. You got this. Pair in, 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 in Los Angeles, John and Ken on KFI, which is a fairly conservative station, yet they were pro Prop 19. They were all in favor of Prop 19 being passed. It's they were ratings. all in favor. But, ratings, but if exactly. It's ratings, but if it's ratings, why do they think that their ultra-conservative radio listening audience would also be interested in passing Proposition That's 19. very, very true. Was, I think, because the <clears throat> well, they do, they do everything for ratings, Dave. They'll, they'll say uh, anything where they it's do pushing. Everything for ratings, they do everything for ratings, and they do have a lot of people that will listen to them, and they are getting a little bit uh, crazier as they go. What yeah. happened to Land of the Free? And the Home of the Brave? Yes. It's all gone. Uh, it's in the ground. It's, it's, in, it's buried in the ground. It's buried in the ground. I am just... Jamaica man. Jamaica man. Well, the bottom line is the DEA holds complete power over cannabis policy in this country. Until that changes, the bottom line is none of us are free. Here's the bottom line. Why are they so afraid of marijuana? What is it with marijuana that just strikes the the it's, fear of God into, into people? It's well, just why, like why, Dave said, okay, it's profitable why, and it's easy but to what, go after. Not only, that, not only that, the majority of people who are in the position of authority that have been around for, for a, a certain amount of years have grown up with the stigmatism Oh, from the 60s. At that, no, that it, is a gate, that it is a gateway drug. And yes. the reason that you have heroin addiction and meth addiction and opiate addiction and PCP addiction and all of this other addiction is because everybody started with marijuana and marijuana just brought you to those drugs. Okay, what about alcohol? People start, yeah. people start with beer and then they end up with hard liquor and they end up being, becoming al- hardcore alcohol. Well, they say that... I don't drink at all. I don't even I have don't a glass either. of wine. But, but what, what uh, enables me what enables me to go to a party and be offered the same thing that everybody else is being offered and my ability to turn it away is because A I don't like it I don't care to use it it's my option I don't need to force it down on somebody's throat and I definitely don't need to have it advertised or waved underneath my nose when I don't appreciate it now I could see the same thing happening to cigarettes and to alcohol that's happened to pot except the stigma attached to pot is far more greater and far more severe than what's attached to tobacco and alcohol they're still legal products exactly and they're killing people and there is no toxicity to marijuana so, you would have to. Okay. You would have to. Dave, you would Dave. have to have fifty pounds of pot in your system in order for you to even Dave's come close real to excited. that. I, I know Dave's on a roll He's here, so but you know, But we're back to the same. Why is it that they're so fucking hung up on this marijuana shit when they're pushing out alcohol and tobacco and all this crap? Because you can legally that, smoke tobacco and you can legally drink alcohol. And yeah, alcohol why, is again, the number my, one my, narcotic. Again, my question was: Why is it that they have this stink about this goddamn marijuana? Even though Dave said it's, it's a gateway drug, the stigma. It is not a gateway drug. I've been on it for years it and years and years, no, and I've never went to another drug. You go to the, you go to any you go to any academy. You go to any medical school. You go to any nursing program. You go to any place where you have a government 
controlled run program, and the first words out of their mouth is, quote unquote, marijuana is a gateway drug. Why do they even bother? Why do they even bother putting marijuana in the same category? That's exactly it's right. Heroin. Marijuana is not heroin and yeah. cocaine. It doesn't belong anywhere near PCP. But they will not. Heroin. Who is they, though? They, the, government. They? The, the government. Who are these morons? Who are the government? Oh, Obama. Oh, Obama. We're the fucking government. No, no we're no, not. No, 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 the people who go the, to work every day in fucking Washington, that's the government. That's the government. No, I feel the same way he does. They are people just like us, but they are the government. They are telling other people what to do. It's like the emperor. It's a power trip. It's a power trip. Undereducated. They're undereducated. What we do, how we spend our time is we spend too much time preaching to the fucking choir. What we need to be preaching to are the people who are not members of the choir that could become members of the choir. How do we get them involved? Well, you've got to have some kind of mass advertising. You've got to have some kind of mass communication because I'll tell you what, it's been since since 1937 that it was taken off of the pharmacopoeia and it's been since 1937 that the stigma has been associated with it. And, And from the 60s, and I remember the 60s well. I'm a child in the 60s. Even during the 60s, when I was in Vietnam, I was in Vietnam during Woodstock. And we were getting just as loaded in Vietnam as you were in Woodstock. Exactly. Trust me. Exactly. So It didn't change because of so location. So how can we change it that's the question what do we do as a community well i'm tired of i'm tired of talking to fucking walls and when i when i run into people who are sitting there telling me that they're so animate in their belief that this misinformation that they've been fed for all of these years is the truth how's the saying go you know uh, about, dave you know, dave it's called brainwashing dude well yeah it's called it brainwashing by, right. by them them by the them. government it's like let's get into the earthquake in japan just go off the subject a little bit about brainwashing they they now are saying about the ring of fire nobody knew about the ring of fire until last week right now, exactly Renegade, that's so bullshit they've hello all the ring of fires they've, hello they've yes 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 patty what no, we. Everybody knew. It's okay, just so like everybody knew about the Bermuda Triangle. Exactly. Everybody knew about you know the okay. existence of Mount Fuji. What, now they're, what they're doing is they're more they're concerned about the nuclear power plant. What about the fucking earthquake and the earth? What about the fucking people that are thirty miles around that fucking nuclear power plant? Yeah. Right. See, they don't what talk about, about all any of the of fucking rice paddies and all of the animals and all of the shit the that's going to be ruined for hundreds and Everything. hundreds of years yeah. to come. Look what they did in Vietnam. They sprayed a fucking defoliant. They Asian call orange. it Asian orange. And they added dioxin. And dioxin is a cancer drug. I, my body is rotting away slowly but surely and has been for 40 fucking years because I happen to be standing where they sprayed this shit. Not in just one place, but throughout the whole fucking southern part of the country. And now I go to the VA and I say, hey, I've got jungle rot. My teeth fell out when I'm 26 years old. What am I supposed to do? And they look at me and they go, if you can prove it. That, there you go. Well, where that, the fuck would I have been that would have cost me all this shit if I wasn't there? That to begin was with? your reward That's for my serving reward. Now our they, country. Now we have some of the most amputeed wounded coming back since yeah. Civil War days, and we're doing the same fucking and thing. And psychologically, the same damn fucking thing. Now them. you know what else is going on here about the uh, army and uh, the Marine Corps coming out of Iraq and, and Afghanistan. They're, they're, the, the rates of suicide are going skyrocketing. There's skyrocketing. There's a guy on TV yeah. last night oh. that's walking across America barefoot to show attention to these people that are, are committing suicide because they're being so fucked over by the government that sent them there to begin with. I live, my roommate is an Iraqi war veteran. And one of the reasons why we get along as well as we do is we're both combat veterans. I live in my room, he lives in his room. That's our existence. We live in rooms. The reason we live in rooms, we don't want to deal 
with the bullshit. We've had it with the bullshit. You have lied to us since day one. You haven't stopped lying to us. What makes you think all of a sudden we're going to buy into anything that you have to say? So if you tell me that that nuclear power plant is of no concern of mine because it's thousands of miles away, if fucking thing blew up, you better believe it's a concern of mine. If you've got a jet stream, if you've got air, if I have to breathe the same freaking air that you breathe, if you're contaminated with something that may contaminate me, I sure as hell like to know Here's the other thing about the ring of fire. If you look at it, Indonesia got hit. Oh, no, first off, Haiti, then Indonesia, then New Zealand, and now Japan, and it's going around. And the, one, and the next there bus... There was one before Haiti. There was one, I think there yeah. might have been, but the, the next, the next the bus stop for this earthquake... Is in the, us. It, no, is Alaska, and then well, us, us. Us, the United yeah, States. Well, that part, of the, that part of the world is going to get hit. Now, they have all been hit. But you know what happens? Here's what happens on the national media. Nobody says anything, because people forget. People forgot all forgot about New Zealand. They completely forgot about New Zealand when Japan hit. It's a ring of fire. You can see it actually happening. And nobody's saying anything. What about the protection of the Uni- because, Western Coast like of the United States? my roommate says, these are not journalists, they're reporters. They're reporters, they're not reading, investigators. They're reading something hey, off the of teleprompter. the teleprompter. Wait a minute, right. from your ostrich white vanilla media. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Wait, but they're not speaking about anything. New Zealand, I think they're great because hemp could be approved for use in food after a proposal from a Sydney doctor who was once found guilty of illegally growing cannabis plants. Well, they're going to so, stock up something. Yeah. So they're real into it there. They, uh, you my know, hat goes one of the people them. that I know quite well is an indigenous shaman. And he always tells me every time I see him, he just sits there and he shakes his head. He looks down at the ground and he goes, quote unquote, only a white man would be stupid enough to make a plant illegal. Yeah. Yeah, it comes from the from the earth. Well, hey, wait it, a minute. That's where it comes from. It's a it's a it's a weed that grows from the earth. It's a weed. Except it's a weed. we know that. It's a weed. But you know what? That's what they you call know it. that George Washington was the first. Person we already we, ever did, we did that whole president? thing with yeah. the okay, president. Okay, okay. we got we got to take a break. I want to say one thing. Go ahead. The only thing Obama changed was his address. Oh, welcome home, Mr. President. <laughs> Okay, you listen to Renegade Talk, Cannabis Thursday. It's kind of wild here today. Thank you, Patty. Thank you, Dave. We need a smoke. We need a smoke. We're going to take a break, smoke a little bong, and yes. we'll be right back. Mountain over there. Yeah. One of these days, I'm going to climb that mountain. Like Grandma and Grandpa used to play Then I'll float on down the river To Cajun Non-stop shock radio Renegade talk radio Get an early start on ammunition to rip that asshole That'll be messing with you later Welcome back to Renegade Talk out of him in Los Angeles It's Cannabis Thursday Richie Kepler here along with uh, the queen of... Uh, Cannabis in Orange County patty cakes. Hi. <laughs> also, Did you say that? And of course, we got the ever drop dead gorgeous Candace, the president of Normal, and our guest, an ex cop from San Bernardino, a cop copper, Dave. a cop named Dave. And he's telling us all the good shit you need to know, Renegade Nation. Anyway, back to 1973, a little bit of uh, the, the black woman. <laughs> Yeah, a little bit of the Hollies, long, cool woman in a black dress. 
Always like this song. Dave, did you like this song? Yeah, Graham Nash. Yeah, yeah. There you go. We're old. We know all these old ones. I know. We should play a game. Play that song. What's the name? We do that now on Renegade Rock. Hey, if you want to listen to Renegade Rock, go to renegaderock.fm. It's a lot of good music, and a lot of people listen to it. And find Patty Cakes where? And you can find Patty Cakes at pattycakes.com. P-A-T-I-C-A-K-E-S, pattycakes.com. That was perfect. true trivia question, who were the three lead guitarists, famous lead guitarists in a group called Yardbirds? Ooh. Peter Yar, Yar, Yarborough. Yarborough was one, yeah. Uh, the um, Eric, no, Eric Clapton. Eric Clapton. Yeah, okay. And uh, Jeff uh, Beck. Uh, Peter Noon. <laughs> Jimmy Page. <laughs> Jimmy Page. Jimmy Page. Oh, that's right. Before Led Zeppelin. Yeah, I just thought I'd get you there, David. I yeah, love I, it. Yeah, I know you're a music trivia guy, I can tell. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Who did this song? All right, you're out. <laughs> Box and turn overdrive. BTO. BTO. Taking care of business. Ta- we're taking care of business here on it, Cannabis that's Thursday. That's what we do on Thursday. It's Cannabis Chat. Also St. Patrick's Day. Oh, it's, it's right. It's Hence pa- green. And we both oh. have green on. Oh, wait, tattoo. Tattoo. I completely, I completely, I completely forgot about it. Obviously, we know that. I'm so fucking busy. How I don't did know you forget? Go down the street. There is like 10 bars of people wearing sick son. ass only green. Really? He's got his ex Right down the street. It's like little Ireland. Shorts on. I, I didn't even know it was St. Patty's Day, man. That's yeah, go down the street. All green. It's crazy. You got that combat green thing. Yeah, That forest green. Well, I knew it was St. Patty's Day because on KR. Earth, okay. They were broadcasting at uh, seven o'clock this morning at a bar in Santa Monica, yeah. and the bar was filled, and everybody yeah. was drunk. That's what they do at seven a.m. Uh, they were there at six o'clock this morning on Channel Eleven. They were up there in front of the. Well, do we have a cannabis day like four twenty? I mean, is that the only one? I, I think wake we up need at more. six to smoke on four twenty. <laughs> we could have two fifteen. Yeah, what? there's two fifteen in California right. as well. There's two fifteen. Okay, now that we know that we're being fucked royally by the DEA and the IRS how can we as uh, cannabis medical patients what do we do to protect ourselves what if I got stopped Dave what what should I do okay here's the important thing about car stops vehicle stops 99.99% of the time the person who is stopping you does not know you so therefore, they have no idea whether or not you're good, bad, evil, indifferent, whatever. Then why are they stopping me? Well, well you've, you've, traffic stop. you've got some kind of violation. You've, you've got a license plate light out, a headlight out, something, some probable cause for them to pull you over. When they pull you over, here's the important thing. Remember, they are told from day one in the academy that there are bad people out there ready to get them. So they come out with a little bit of you know, cautiousness to begin with. You can ease that. But didn't you say that the, one of the first things they're taught is about marijuana? No, the, one of the first well, things that you're taught is, as far as traffic stops are concerned, is the three-second rule. In other words, if you come off at them, you know, what did you stop me for? Why did you bother stopping me? I haven't done a goddamn thing. Or you get out of the car and you start walking back towards them like you're angry and you fail to listen to their commands, they're going to become aggressive. They're okay, so what control. do I do? You stop you me, what do I do? You sit in the car with one hand at the 10 o'clock the other hand at the 2 o'clock on your steering wheel. Don't go to your purse. Don't go for your registration. Okay, uh, Wait right. for them to ask you okay. for your license and okay, your registration. Okay, so you ask me for my registration. I handed it to No, then you tell them that you keep your, your, your registration in your glove box. Is it all right if I get it? Now, 90% of the time, marijuana will enter into it is because of odor. 
The terpenes are at their best. Either burnt marijuana or fresh marijuana, it makes no difference if he or she detects an odor of marijuana that gives them probable cause to go further in the investigation, which could be as simple as asking you, do you have any marijuana? 90% of the time, we're going to be really stupid and say, "Uh uh-huh. Yeah, because we're all very honest honest. people, right. (laughs) And if we're medical marijuana patients and we're armed with a recommendation and a state ID card and all that, we figure we're practically invincible. So when the police stop us, we're going to cooperate right off the bat and tell them, hey, I'm a medical marijuana patient. Here's my medical marijuana card. Don't do that. What do you do? You sit there and you wait until you are ordered to do something by them. Okay, well, it's me and you. Let's role play. Okay, I'm going to role play. I've just stopped you and I'm going to tell you Good evening. The reason why I stopped you is that you have a license plate light out. May I see your license and your registration, please? And also your proof of insurance. You yes, on sir. The other, you I on will the, get it. It's in my glove compartment. You, on the other hand, are going to turn around and say, may I get my registration? It's in my glove box. And I go, yes. In that meantime, I'm going to watch you. I'm going to watch how you move to the glove box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, want okay. you to, I want you to go over there with just one hand, open the glove box, get the thing out with one hand. I carry my registration, my proof of insurance all in the same envelope that my registration came in when it was renewed. So all I do is I pull out that envelope. Okay, so we I got have, past that. Okay, you give now, this shit, now, now, he says to you, now he says to you, have you been drinking? No, sir. Uh, okay, uh, are you under the uh, influence of any kind of prescribed medication? No, sir. Are you using any illegal or illicit substances? No, sir. Are you currently on parole and or probation? No, sir. Okay. Now, nine out of ten times, that's pretty much where it's going to go. Okay, so what are you going to do with me now? What I'm going to do to you now probably is write you a fix-it ticket. In other words, fix the, you know. Okay, thank you, sir. Have a nice day. Or I may not write you a ticket. I may give you a warning or I may give you a verbal warning. The point is... What if I cry? No. And don't I always cry. And don't cry. Don't show them your breasts. Don't sit there and Oh, I would never show my breasts. Well, you'd be surprised. Why do you think cops wear mirror sunglasses? I don't know. You can't see their eyes looking at your tits. We, 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 we just always assume they are. That's Don't assume are. anything. It's that, that's that's one ass out of you and me. You that, always presume that. That's why I have my sunglasses on right now looking at Candace. <sighs> I wonder now, why see? you switched. <laughs> now you have those mirrors on. Yeah, you I can sneak now, I'm looking devil. at yours right now. Now, let's say, um, for instance, you're in that kind of situation, and let's just say you're a delivery service driver, and you know the cop says, you know, I smell that there's, you know, I detect the odor of cannabis in your car. You know, what's the typical scenario there. Oh, the typical like, scenario would be right off the bat to turn around and tell them that, yes, you know, I have cannabis in the car. I'm a delivery service. Hand them your ID. Hand them your recommendation, your state identification card. However, I'm going to tell you something right now. You've, you've got more than an ounce of pot. You're going to have a You're problem. Dead. You're going to have a problem. Less than an ounce of pot, all he's going to be able to do is write you a ticket unless I say it's eat packaged it. separately. <laughs> If it's packaged separately, then you can be had for possession for sale. Swallow it. Swallow it. It's up to you. In other words, what I'm saying is if you act like you have nothing to hide and you act like this is just, you know, I, I'll give you an example. I got stopped the other day by the highway patrol for my windows. Female officer. What's wrong with your windows? They're, tint, they're over tinted, according to her. Well, then that's so, wait dumb. Minute, hold on. Hold on. She stops me. She stops me on the five on my way up. Were you smoking? No. Mm-mm, I never smoke in my car. Don't yeah. ever be stupid. I never, right. I mean, I don't care if you got I ozonium. Don't do I don't you? care. No, really. I don't care if you got ozonium. I don't care if you got 
Febreze. That's 100% correct. Never, Never smoke, smoke in, in your, your car. car because that's, that, that is, that I smell an odor, I detect an odor of marijuana. That just gave them all the probable cause to exactly. open up your entire vehicle right. and lay the whole fucking thing out on the road. That happened to me in goddamn Pennsylvania. I just got out of the fucking army and hey, the, the, the highway patrol stops me and strips my car. From Pennsylvania. They're yeah. really troopers are assholes, man. Mm. It's raining cats and dogs and the guy's taking my car apart. And I'm going, I just got out of the fucking army. The guy said, I don't give a shit. No, he didn't care. He did not care. He did not care. And, they go strictly and, and, by the rules. And and here... At a least, real American. Oh, they're all Americans. And Ask thank them. God they're, they are uh, running our country and protecting us. Thank you very much. So, no, the problem is they're all alpha fucking males that never got picked for the baseball teams, never got picked you know, for the prom, Ooh. never got picked. That's what their trip is. They got badges and guns. They've got the power and the authority that you do not possess. But that was they always, have a badge and a gun. That was always instilled in males. You know, the guns. Girls don't play with fucking oh, really? guns. Oh, really? Well, I don't know. Maybe girls Really? I'll show girls you do. deputy sheriffs that you'll, you'll wonder twice whether they're feminine or not. Are they lesbians? Um, some of them are. <laughs> What, what, what would you say the percentage is? I'd say now far greater than what it was when I got hired on. When I got hired on, there were none. I bet they're tougher that than... That was the question. I bet they're tougher than the males. Well, no, let's women put it this way. I think one of the reasons why they're tougher than males... They have to prove themselves. They have to prove themselves. Exactly. They're in a male environment. And if exactly. they don't come off like a male, yeah. they'll be treated like a female. And if they're treated like a female, they consider that to be demeaning. I'm going to find one and make them my best friend. Find a dispatcher. They're your best friends. Uh-huh. But they always want something from you. <laughs> they know all the secrets, though, right? And they yeah. know who all those pot smokers are. Too. Exactly, exactly. So pretty much um, back to what we were talking about. With okay, being so the thing over. is you don't want to get into a confrontation with them. And you never want to admit that you, were, that you had smoked you that want, day, no, right? No, not at all. You don't want to say, if he says to you, have you Lie. Have like you they used, do. You lie. Used, that's lie. Right. I mean, look. Lie. Look, name the game is, it's good to be honest. Don't get me wrong. But honesty has its limitations. If I have somebody that's on a fishing expedition, and that's exactly what that cop is doing. He's sure. on a fishing expedition. They are looking for a reason to haul your fucking ass Because to it's jail. a numbers game. and It's, it's all it's it is a, is a numbers game. When I, when I was up for promotion, they looked at how many felony arrests you made, how many felony clearances yeah, you made. That makes how many misdemeanor big... arrests you had, how many misdemeanor clearances you had. A clearance is cleared by arrest. If you arrest the guy, it's a cleared case. You arrest it. So the name of the game is, yes, it's More a number racket, but you put people out there in traffic, for example. Those guys have to write a certain amount of fucking tickets. They're out there for eight hours a day. If they come back to a sergeant after eight hours and they don't have a ticket to their name, what the fuck have they been doing for eight hours? So even the, though they say there's no quota, there there's is a, a quota. quota. And what happens is, and here's how the quota goes that most people don't realize. Say I'm on the traffic you know, division and you're in the traffic division. I have 16 tickets tickets for the week you have 12 tickets for the week you're going to want to beat my 16 well you know what we've all known this and it just makes us want to hate everything more and i hate to say that because i'm a happy person but uh candace i want to ask you something tell us about what's happening saturday because this is a big deal yeah there's some um great events going on in the soon the near future here but the first one would be this saturday um there's a next steps conference and what is by that california normal dpa um, a couple other organizations it's a follow-up to a previous conference that was held in berkeley by california normal um and i understand they it, sold out yeah this was a it was totally sold out um people weren't able to attend that wanted to that's why they had this conference in a venue more than three times larger um half the day is um dedicated to like medical and half the day is to legal 
um, last conference during the medical side. Where do they get the information? If I want to attend, where do I go? Last year, they had some really good speakers, in, uh, including people from the Board of Equalization. So it's a good opportunity for people that want to get in the business. Um, but you can go to California Normal. That's C-A-N-O-R-M-L.org. You can also go to the Drug Policy Alliance and buy tickets. It's and $20. where is it? It's in Hollywood, right? Yeah, it's at the Ricardo Monteblon Theater in Hollywood. wonder if any of our um, Hollywood uh, uh, tokers will be there. Maybe. You know, nice. maybe Matthew McConaughey will come or uh, Woody Harrelson or Cheech and Chong. What do you think? <laughs> maybe we'll have to see, right? Yeah. Well, I'm excited about this and I plan on attending because I think after what's, what's been happening in uh, Montana and California and all the uh, horrible raids that have been taking place, I think it's time, you know, for us to really just stand up and say, hey, we're done. You know, we're not hurting anybody. You know, you're taking away something that is, grows in the ground, is a friggin' weed. Yeah. You know, it's it's very true. So that's, you know, why we're here every Thursday to advocate them, bring different speakers. Yes, and, and, and we want to hear what you guys out there have to say. You know, please contact us at RenegadeTalkFM at gmail.com. That's all I'm good for. (laughs) RenegadeTalkFM at gmail.com. You're really good, though. Didn't he do that well? He was. It was like that. I know. I got one more thing. I got one more thing I want to add. And I know if you're back to a vehicle stop or any kind of contact with law enforcement, do not, under any circumstances, disrespect them. Always say yes, sir. See, I want to spit. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. No. The name of the game is they may have a GED. They may only have a high school diploma, but I'll guarantee you the majority of them were in the military. That's where they usually recruit the majority of them from. And they take it seriously. They take it dead seriously because, number one, it's not a game. When you're carrying a weapon that's capable of killing or someone is carrying a weapon that's capable of killing you, they want to go home to their wives and kids just like you want to go home to your families. Or bong. There are no, or, you know, <laughs> listen, I'm, I'm with you 100%. I know... I know. I know a, a fact, lot of cops. I know that for smoke. a fact that there are there, and they're and they're not all bad ones either. No, and, and, play and, the listen, game. and listen, you know, I want to tell you one thing. I got an opportunity to work with a couple of guys that that went on their own time to, to tracking schools so that they could learn how to track. And the reason being was because they got calls that involved children that ended up, you know, getting into empty freezers and stuff like that. And so what they did was they took it on their, their own to get their own training, their own education. And you know, there are dedicated people out there who really want right. to and see bad people put in jail. Exactly. And, you know, uh, you know Bernie Lee- Madox didn't get enough fucking prison time as far as I'm well, concerned. Well, that's okay? another, st- the, another but, but show. But yeah, right. But there is Leap, which is a legal uh, ex-retired cops. No, current cops, retired current cops. Current cops, you know, right. That we're are talking about law enforcement against prohibition. Exactly. And, you know, we, we hope that everybody out there listening will support the cannabis movement because if you're listening to us you're using it for medicinal purposes or you're using it just to relax or enjoy your life make it to LA this weekend make it to LA this weekend you'll do a lot of networking exactly and there will be a lot of people there with a lot of of great information I'll be there Rich I won't I'll be out of town I think Almost. that's a cop out. He's, it's I'm a so, cop out, dude. So, so convenient he put convenient. that. You know, there. And you know what so, the word cop means, by the way? It's not a derogatory term. Do you know what the word cop stands for? It's an acronym. What is it? It means constable on patrol. Oh, it does. There you oh, okay. go. Okay, well, there you go. Those are the people that are patrolling. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Goodbye.
Yeah, we got to go. Come back next week. Don't forget, next can next week, Cannabis Chat with the Queen of Cannabis, and we play some disco music from the late 70s. I love so, it. Right, yeah. I was the disco queen also. You were the disco queen. Okay, Renegade Nation, bye-bye. Have a nice weekend. We'll talk to you next week. Hey.